Vox Quick Hits. June is Pride Month. It's supposed to be a moment to celebrate LGBTQ rights and commemorate the 1969 Stonewall riots in New York. But every year, Pride is also accompanied by a fight over exactly what it's about, who is supposed to be there, and how they're supposed to be celebrating. Should the police be allowed at Pride? Exactly how much kink is permitted? Is it really radical if Target and MasterCard are here? Alex Abad Santos is a senior correspondent at Vox. He's here to discuss the politics of Pride. So Alex, it's Pride Month, and there's a lot of talk about who's allowed at Pride. What's going on? Basically, since the beginning of Pride, there's always been this discussion of, like, who gets to represent being gay at this celebration. And then when, when we talk about Pride, we're talking about, like, what happens in, like, the very big cities and also even, like, the towns where you have, like, marches and you have celebrations. And it's, like, who's allowed to be on display there? And so I think, mm-hmm. like, one of the big things this year... There's a lot of people who say that kink and sex and all that stuff shouldn't be at Pride. And there's also a lot of people being like, well, you know what? That's who we are. And that's part of being gay and part of being a part of queer culture is our sex. Basically, tough, expletive, you will see us at Pride in whatever outfits we want to come in and whatever way we want to express ourselves. And what's kind of the argument that that's inappropriate. Like, why? I mean, I understand, like, I guess day to day why people take offense to that. But like, why are people upset about kink at Pride? There's always been an argument that like, how much should sex define gay people, right? Mm -hmm. Or LGBTQ people at large. And I think that is the very, very, very essence of this fight. There are some gay people and queer people that believe that sex shouldn't define you. And there are some people that believe that it should define you and it should be expressed. And it's just this ongoing tension of it. it. And it's like, because the queer people are not a monolith, there's never been a discussion or some kind of like sit down where we've like hammered out every single rule that happens, right? We're not going to say like, yes, you're allowed to wear this. We've decided sex is X, Y, Z. No, we've never done that. I don't think that would ever happen. I wouldn't want it to happen. But like, I think that's where it comes from is like, who gets respect? And this is how we get respect. And this is how we should be respected. And it's all about this whole idea of who we are and I guess at the heart of it, like how much of us is respected. Mm-hmm. So you got this a little, but this sort of debate seems to stem from this idea of respectability politics. Where does that fit historically within the gay rights movement? So I think when we talk about respectability politics, it's kind of like, it doesn't just matter to queer people and LGBTQ people. It's something that like every marginalized community or marginalized people have had. It's the idea of if we're presented as respectable, then we can get sympathy from mainstream people, right? You saw that I think this past summer and this past year with like the Black Lives Matter movement. That was one of the arguments was like, if you protested in a way that was favorable to us or favorable in a way that I want to see it, then I would give you some sympathy. The argument is that if you take away the unsavory parts for mainstream people, which is basically everything that goes on with like kink and sex and fetish and whatnot, then people will respect you more, then we get rights. One of the things that experts told me is that 
if you look at the way a lot of the fights in the civil rights movement when it comes to gay people has been this kind of balance of respectability politics. It's always been like, oh, we're just like you, we're born just like you, our marriages are very much the same as you. And those have been ways that people have gotten more rights. And so I think respectability politics has worked and this image of gay people has worked to get people to empathize with gay people. (laughs) But I think it's like, what's the compromise of that? Shouldn't LGBTQ people be allowed to exist who they are, not have to apologize for anything, and still get those rights. Right. I mean, I'm a fan of that. (laughs) As a cranky old homosexual, I feel like I shouldn't have to compromise myself to get the basic human sympathy of someone else. Right. I mean, I think that seems like a, a basic value, maybe. Right. So something else you wrote about, and this is one that I think a lot of people know about, is kind of the corporatization of pride. You know, like, right. whether it's T-Bank or MasterCard or Goldman Sachs, every corporation, like, has a rainbow this month. <laughs> yes, there is there's a lot of ugly clothes to Target right now with lots of rainbows on them. And I'm not quite sure if the people that threw the first break with the Stonewall Riot really care that much about Pride giving us a rainbow tuxedo, but go on target. Well, I mean, what's going on there? I guess, like, I'm curious, how should people feel about that? Because, you know, I'm going to go to the Pride Parade here in New York in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to see all the corporate floats. Like, this obviously has some tension to it as well, right? Right. So I think it goes back to, like, this fight over Pride, right? How it's framed right now between the kink at Pride debate is that Pride matters in this way, right? Like, it's this big political thing where, oh, yes, it's this big representation and symbolic gesture of, like, gay rights and queer liberation. But, like, the other part of that is if it's just, like, this corporate fundraiser and this corporate kind of celebration... What does it matter politically? Can it matter politically? Does it even matter politically? And I think those are very, very valid questions. It's not unlike the way we think about like breast cancer, right? Like we have a whole month towards it. Everything's pink, but it's like, are people really getting the message of just like how important this is versus buying into something that feels a lot like activism and feels a lot like you're helping? And it's just like, are you helping? Do you know how much you're helping? What about other ways we could help people? What about other ways that are hurting people that need to get help? Yeah. I mean, I think we also just kind of saw this with the Black Lives Matter movement, right? Like last year, a lot of corporations were very happy to post their black box on Instagram and say how Black Lives mattered to them. But at the same time, where is your money going? What causes are you donating to? And also, how are you treating your employees? I think the whole thing is, If queerness is supposed to be radical, how can it be radical in a corporate setting? How can it be radical if Uber is providing rides to people and if Target is doing this or if Nike is doing that? Like, are they treating their trans employees great? Are they giving out trans health insurance? Do they care about incarcerated people? It's like, do they care about queer homelessness? I mean, it gets into a lot of like questions that are probably like uncomfortable to ask versus just enjoying a parade where everyone dresses up and everyone gets really drunk and it's a hot summer day and we get to enjoy some floats and music. I know another debate I've seen this year is about the police being at Pride. What's going on there? So the police at Pride debate is 
something that just recently happened in New York City, where the people who organized Pride said, oh, well, uniform cops can't come. And that is standing in solidarity with Black Lives Matter and a lot of activists who say that, like, well, cops have a bad track record when it comes to trans people's rights and incarceration. And it's also, like, in solidarity with police brutality towards marginalized communities. They're just like, we don't want cops at Pride. And it's also, if you remember, it's like Stonewall started as a police brutality riot. Like, Back in 1969, gay people were tired of, like, their bars being raided. And so they fought back against the the police raids, which they said were illegal and unlawful. And after all these riots, it basically comes down to that's how the first semblance of gay rights were born. And so I think those decisions go back to that very, very thorny history. But it also goes back to this idea of, again, like, Pride is a political thing. The only reason that this discussion matters is if you believe Pride is actually political and not this corporate fundraiser, right? None of these politics matter if Pride is super corporate. But, I mean, to some people, Pride does matter, and Pride is this very symbolic political gesture. And so that's why they feel like cops shouldn't be there. I mean, I remember... I guess probably 2019, I was at a Pride party and I was talking to an older gay man and he said, you know, it's kind of neat now to see that that it has been more accepted to see all of these celebrations. But at the same time, he said, you know, years ago, this was really subversive and it really felt so much more political and it was it felt different years ago. And, it, you know, it's understandable for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's it's very, very different now than when I was going to my first Pride march and it was the one vodka sponsor. <laughs> and it was like, every bar was serving Absolute and God bless Absolute, but it's just like, now it's like, well, I can sign up for a checking account at J.P. Morgan or like, or TD Bank and MasterCard and I can get all these pride deals, which I think is very, very different. And so you kind of touched on this already, but kind of to close out, what are we missing or overlooking about Pride when we get caught up in these debates about who should be there or what Pride should be? I mean, I think, like, the thing is, is that what experts say and what, like, queer liberation experts say is that there's more than one month where we can think about gay rights and queer rights and LGBTQ rights. It doesn't just have to be the one month a year where we were allowed to think about those issues. And it's also, like, the issues are far beyond gay marriage, right? Like, it's like, well, there's queer homelessness that's up. There's also violence towards trans women that's up. There's also things like queer incarceration. It's like, are people getting the right health care? And it's so much more than just this gay rights, which has been kind of pinned to gay marriage and this giant victory. It's like, there's so many more things that we don't talk about. And it's also like, it's hard to talk about them when you are sold this corporate version of pride, which is great because you're, it's like, I would rather have millions of corporations for me than against me, right? But it's also like, me buying a t-shirt isn't going to help a trans person in jail or doesn't help me think about a trans person in jail or doesn't help me think about queer homelessness. It's just me buying a t-shirt. And I think it's just to be more cognizant of that. And I think one of the arguments against this whole corporatization of pride is that it removes a lot of the political clout that was there before. And I think to get to that point where it's like we think about the giant scope of queer issues... Pride has to be more political, or you just have to think about stuff beyond the bubble of pride. Well, thanks so much for being here and for talking to me. Anytime. Happy Pride. (laughs) 
Happy Pride! Alex Abad Santos is a senior correspondent at Vox, and you can find him on Twitter at Alex underscore Abads. I'm Emily Stewart, and this is Tell Me More. Our producer is Sophie Lalonde. Are you celebrating Pride this year? Tell us what your plans are. Email us at tellmemore at voxmedia.com. One programming note. There won't be a new episode of What to Watch on Friday, but Quick Hits will be back on Monday with What's the Story? 